Welcome to the Highway Church Podcast. We pray that this message inspires you today. I mean, we are excited, Annie and I. We are so excited about, you know, um, 2024. And uh, <laughs> we know God is going to do something in this season because we, we get it. We understand it. We've been doing this a long time. And um, we're, we're challenged to, you know, make room in our lives to, to bring in the harvest. And the harvest is simply this. The harvest is what you've been sowing for. The harvest can be, you know, what you've been praying for in, <coughs> in someone's life. You know, you've been praying for a loved one for so long and, and like, you know, they've just never really made that decision. Harvest time is when the harvest comes in. It can be about people's lives. It can be about healing that you've been praying for for years and years and years. This is our season. This is our season of harvest. We make room for him now. This is our season. I believe in miracles. I believe the healing will come. You might be financially, you know, been praying for God to bless you because you've sown and you've sown and you've been faithful for so long and you need a breakthrough. This will be the harvest season. I declare it over your life tonight, the harvest season. And uh, I want to just share briefly with you tonight what the Lord has been showing me over oh, months and months and months now. I've been preparing for 2024, and uh, I've been praying this over myself, over my family, you know, over every one of you, over Highway Church, and uh, these three things. Lord, I want his presence. I want his presence, I want his anointing, and I want his provision. I've been declaring that. I've been prophesying that. I've been claiming that over and over and over on a daily basis. I've been sowing that seed. I'm going to harvest it. I'm going to harvest it this year. I know what God has called us to do as individuals and collectively as a church. And I've got to tell you, it's huge. It's absolutely huge. I'm so excited about it. But the only way it's going to be possible is if we wait in his presence if we walk in his anointing and if we work with his provision. That's how it's going to come to pass. And, uh, you know, I, one, of my, one of my favorite leaders in the Bible is Moses. And you know why I like Moses so much? Because he was a reluctant leader. Moses wasn't the guy building an empire. He wasn't a pharaoh. He wasn't building an empire, you know. He wasn't, um, you know, making a name for himself. He wasn't doing that, no, no. Moses was just simply obedient to the call that God gave him. Simply obedient to the call that God gave him. In Exodus 33, 14, God said, My presence will go with you and I will give you rest. And in verse 15, Moses just gets some clarity with the Lord here. Then Moses said to him, If your presence does not go with us, don't send us up from here. Don't send us up from here. We don't want to do one thing outside of his presence. I don't have an agenda. I don't have an empire to build. I don't have any. I, I want to fulfill the call that's on this house. I want to fulfill the call that's on my life. The key is to wait in his presence. To wait in his presence. Can I encourage you? Can I encourage you this year? Come on. Can I encourage you? Can you, can you, can you wait 15 minutes in his presence a day? Just 15 minutes. 
Can you wait 30 minutes maybe, whatever, for, for different situations? This fasting coming up is a great opportunity to get rid of the distractions. You know, shut down the social media. Oh, my goodness. Shut down the social media for 15 minutes a day. And where you would have been on social media, why don't you just wait in his presence? Say, God, I value your presence. I value your presence. How, how rude to say I'm a believer and yet never been in his presence. Just 15 minutes a day, 30 minutes a day to wait in his presence. And I'm praying for his presence to fill this house. See, when every one of us connect with the presence of God and we come and we gather together as the body of Christ, people walk through those doors, they feel it. There's an atmosphere. There's a presence. Because his people have been sitting in his presence and brought together in this house and God does amazing things. Philippians 3.10 Philippians 3.10 says this. This is what Paul, this is what Paul based his whole life on. He said, I want to know Christ. Yes. To know the power of his resurrection and participation in his sufferings, becoming like him in his death. And so somehow attaining to the resurrection from the dead starts in his presence. Knowing him starts in his presence. Taking that time out to do that, to make room in your life for the presence of God. Secondly, secondly tonight, that we would walk in his anointing. Wonderful to be in his presence. But to live our daily lives walking in the miraculous. Who knows, we need to see some more miraculous. Amen? He's a miracle-working God, and we are his people. We are the conduit. We are the pipe that the life flows through and transforms humanity. Make no mistake about that. I don't care how you see yourself, what you think about yourself. If you've been in his presence, if you are surrendered to him, you are conduit of the miraculous. A conduit of the miraculous. And I love that. Take that opportunity to be able to see what others don't see and do what others won't do. That's what sets you apart. That's what sets you apart in his presence. And to prophesy and declare with authority the goodness of God towards the hurting and the broken. To set the captives free. Oh, I love this. To stand in authority. Have you ever felt overwhelmed? Have you ever felt less than enough? Have you ever, well, why don't you stand up in his authority? Why don't you start to speak and prophesy and declare that the chains off my daughter, my son, my father, my mother, my loved one are broken. They are broken. I declare it. Why? Because I've been in his presence and he has anointed me. He has anointed me, not my ability, not my strength, but his anointing. His anointing breaks the yoke. It breaks the chains. It sets the captives free. And I'm a conduit of that into people's lives. Stand with that authority. Don't back down. Don't be pushed aside. You have a voice. You have authority. We need to use it. You know, um, you remember Jesus said in Luke 4, 18, 19, he said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. That's his presence. 
The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, waiting in his presence of the Father because he has anointed me. He's anointed me. That's our anointing. And to proclaim good news to the poor, he has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners. Amen? That's walking in his provision. Walking in his provision and recovery of sight for the blind to set the oppressed free to proclaim the year of the Lord's favour. 2024, that's what we're going to do. We're going to proclaim the year of the Lord's favour. The year of the Lord's favour. Why? Because we've sown for this. We have sown for this. We have toiled. We have cleared the land. Stage one, stage two, we've sown the seed. Stage three, we harvest. We harvest. We've sown for this. Do you know why Jesus was so successful? Because he lived for a greater cause than himself. He went to the cross for a greater cause than himself. And he said to the Father, not my will, but your will be done. I tell you, Annie's been taking my notes. She's been looking at my notes. I put this together and I'm thinking, I'm watching her preach this morning. I'm thinking, you've been looking at my notes. (laughs) But it must have been good, otherwise she wouldn't have used it. (laughs) Not my will, but your will be done. Not my will, but your will be done. We're so called to a greater purpose. And we, when we start to work with his provision, when we start to work with, with his provision, our lives come in alignment, in alignment with the plan and purpose of God. You know everyone in this room is called. Every single believer in this room is called. Is called, has a destiny, has a plan and a purpose for your life. And when we start to to work with his provision, we align ourselves with the greater cause. And lives are changed. You know, um, I had a letter in my letterbox, my address, but a a different name. And uh, it was an Indian name, right? It was an Indian name, and and we had a, 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 we've got a, We've got a new family moved in up the street, a new young couple, and um, they're Indian. So I thought, oh, you know, they've mucked up the address. And so I, I, I knocked on the door and said, hi, how you doing? And I said, is your last name, you know, Hashok, uh, which is an Indian name? And they said, no, no, it's not. Oh, okay, right, can't be them. Anyway, so we got to talking and I mentioned, you know, RT. I told them to go to the website as I do to every person I, I meet and breathe with, you know, like, so go to the RT website, have a look at what we do as a church. And um, anyway, so I get a text later um, that they looked at the website and I said, oh, you know, we'd love to talk to you about this more. And I said, terrific. So I go up the other night and, uh, you know, I spent a couple of hours when sharing about what's happening in India and, you know, our ambulance, our medical clinics, uh, you, know, the, 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 you know, the villages that we've rescued, the leper colony, we've got the whole thing. It, it's, it's all on the RT website. And, um, and halfway through this, the guy stops and he says, why are you doing this? Like, you know, why is an Australian doing so much work in his country and have done since 1985. Why are you doing this for nearly 40 years? And I said, because I can. Because I can. I choose to make a difference because I can. 
I said, a generous man's world gets larger and larger. A miser man's world gets smaller and smaller. And he sat back in his chair. It's like he'd never heard words like it in his life. And I believe the Holy Spirit's going to work on that family. I believe God is going to touch them so powerfully, so powerfully. I spoke on the 31st of December about the harvest season that we're in. You remember? And you watch it online, 31st of December, stage three. And uh, as we activate our faith, we'll be empowered to, to meet the needs in people's lives and our community because the answer is Jesus Christ. The answer is Jesus Christ. And why can I say that with absolute confidence? Because I've lived it. I've seen it. I've experienced it. I've seen it thousands of times over 28 years. I've seen Jesus Christ literally transform people's lives. I've seen their face change when the Spirit of God has touched them. I know this works. You won't see it on the 6 o'clock news. You won't see it on social media anywhere, but you'll see it here because we know, we understand. And I want you tonight, if, if, if you're visiting, if you're here for the first time, I'm going to give you an opportunity to experience exactly what I experienced in 1980 when I said yes to Jesus. When I allowed him to come into my life, when I just said, you know, okay, God, I sat on a floor in my lounge and I, I just said, God, if you're real, you show me and I'm in. I'm in 100%. That was my prayer. I'd never prayed before. 25 years old, I'd never prayed before. Never been to a church. Didn't want religion. Didn't want any of that stuff. And then God touched my life. I've never been the same since. It's been better and better and better. And I've had hills, I've had challenges, I've had valleys. But he's never left me. I've never done it alone. I've nearly died a few times in ICU and I died once with a cardiac arrest. Never left me. Never left me, folks. I want to give you that opportunity tonight. Right now, if you're sitting here and you've never said yes to Jesus, this is your chance. I mean it. I'm not joking. I'm not joking. I'm, not, I'm telling you, give him a chance. Just say yes. Open your heart. Let him touch your life. And you will, I tell you, you will never, you will thank me for giving you this opportunity for the rest of your life. I promise you that. I promise you that. Now, how many in this room agree with me? Yeah. Amen. Amen. Absolutely. Absolutely. We're going to anoint everyone here tonight for this year. Because this year is going to be different from any other year. This is harvest year. This is harvest time. But before we do that, I want to include you in that. I want you to say yes to Jesus. Will you give him a chance? Will you take this opportunity right now, please? If that's you, just give me a wave. Just say, yep, that's me. Thank you, champion. Come on, there's others. Just say, yep, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say yes. You don't have to understand it all. You don't have to, you know, get it. You just, but when you say yes and God touches your life, you'll see for the first time what you never saw before. 
And you'll go, oh, man, I get it now. I get it now. And the confusion is gone. And the fear is gone. Where are you? Come on. Let me see it. Where are you? Just put your hand up. Hand up. Come on. Where are you? Is there any others? One there. Yep. Come on. Up the back. Thank you. Those two. Yep. Come on. There's more. Please don't. Please don't miss this. One, two, three, four. How many others are there? Come on. You're not alone. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. Say yes. And the journey begins. Come on, is there any more? Quickly, thank you, sir. Wise call. You know what stops people? Fear of the unknown. Thank you, darling. Fear of the unknown. I'm going to ask you to trust me. I know you don't know. But can I tell you? It's good. It's worth it. It's worth it. I promise you. I promise you. You don't get a lot of guarantees these days. But I guarantee it will change your life for the better. For the better. What, last time, where are you? Any more? Thank you, sir. Any more? Quickly, if you haven't, put your hand up. Maybe you did a long time ago. Maybe a long time ago you said yes to Jesus, but, you know, the journey got a bit rough and whatever. Can, can you just say yes again? Can you say, Lord, I'm back. Thanks, man. I'm back. I'm back. Let's go. I mean, you're smart. You picked a good season. You picked the best season to come back. Hey, Amen. Where are you? Come on. You said, I'm going to say yes afresh. Afresh tonight. Amen. Okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to ask those. We're going to all stand, all right? Let's all stand. I'm going to ask those who raise their hand to leave their seat and come and stand with me because I want to pray for you. Bring somebody with you. You don't have to be alone. Where are you? Is there any more? Come on. <coughs> I, tell you, I tell you why it's important that you leave your seat. Because whether or not you realise it, to do that takes a bit of courage, doesn't it? Takes a bit of courage to step out. But you know, that courage, we call it faith. We call it faith. And when you do, when you step out of that, when you step out of that seat, that thing that confines you and holds you back to that old life, when you step out of that, you break the chains that keep you captive. And you demonstrate to God through your courage that I want a brand new start. I'm wiping the past. It's back in that seat. Any more? Quickly, leave your seat. Come down now. We'll pray together. We'll pray together. Any more? Quick. Come on. Leave your seat. Break those chains. Break those chains. Don't be held captive anymore. Come on. Amen. All right, we're going to pray. whole church is going to pray with you. Okay, so you're not alone. I'm just going to say a quick prayer. Just repeat it after me if you would. Um, Heavenly Father, I thank you for sending Jesus. I thank you that by his sacrifice, I am free. 
I say yes in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Come on. I'm going to ask you for five minutes. We want to get you a Bible. We want to get you, you know, literature, something that's going to help you on the journey. Okay? It's, uh, it's just to aid and support you. You're not joining this church, but you're just starting your journey. And we want to help you with that. Is that okay? If you go with Kimmy, five minutes, she'll take you and get you a Bible and all that. And, uh, and then you're back into service to, to be anointed. That would be cool. Come on, give them a round of applause tonight. Okay, you may take your seats. You know, Annie spoke this morning out of 2 Kings. Chapter 4, verse 1 to 7, about the widow with the two sons, and she had nothing. She had a little jar of oil, and, and that's all she had. And she was in debt. And they were coming to take her sons in slavery to pay the debt. And she was desperate. So she made room for the man of God. She made room for the prophet. And he came and he said, What do you got in the house? And he she said, I've only got this little bit of oil. He said, get, get as many pots as you can. Talk to your neighbours and just get a, collect as many pots as you can. And all the sons and that, they went out, they collected everything. They came back and she poured this oil into the pots and it just continued to flow. Continued to flow. That pot was full. Continued to flow. That pot was full. Continued to flow. That pot was full. She filled up so many pots that she had enough oil to sell to pay her debts. And her sons were not in slavery. Now the principle is this. It says here in that passage of Scripture in verse 6, it says, When all the jars were full, she said to her son, Bring me another one. But he replied, There is not a jar left. Then the oil stopped flowing. And you know we've been in a season, 23, 24, we've been in a season where people have been drawn to Jesus Christ. The pots are coming from everywhere. And I've got to encourage you, as soon as the pots stop coming, the oil stops. As soon as we stop, and if you invite them, if you love them, invite them. Because as soon as there's no one in this house to say yes to Jesus, the oil stops. The oil stops. I don't want, I don't want to go back to that. I, I don't want to go back to living without the flow, without the oil coming in people's lives being changed and transformed. Amen. Do you? Isn't it exciting to see lives changed? Every service, lives are being changed and transformed. The oil's flowing. So if you love them, invite them. Bring them. Just don't, don't preach to them. Don't do Just get them into the atmosphere. Get them into His presence. And let God talk to their heart. Let God touch their life. Let God bring a miracle that will transform them for eternity. Amen. Would you do that? And if you, if you love them, invite them. Amen. Well, we're going to anoint everyone now. So, Pastor Carter, would you come? Uh, we're going to uh, invite our leaders to come, and we're going to anoint every person who wants it for this year, every family. We're going to anoint you, anoint you tonight in Jesus' name. We hope you love that message. If you want any more information about us, head to highway.com.au.